Hey guys. How are you? So it's uh it's just me today. Well he did his lockdown. We dropped that one. I think he's got another one for you. Today's mine. A little bit of a little bit of a low in time for us. Sorry, I'm a bit parched. Just got done with a four-hour session, so my neck and my back. But yeah, hope you guys are doing well. Hope everybody's okay out there. I know some of the friends are having a hard time right now. I know. Uh, well, I know there's been a lot of loss lately, which is never, never ever a good thing. And I know a lot of those people that have the loss, a lot of those people don't like to talk about the loss. They'll do it a little bit here and there, and then they'll just kind of let it go. Step it down the side or do whatever they do in private. I'm not going to assume. So I thought I'd just kind of come in today and, you know, we'll see where this, where this goes. Maybe it'll be something good. Maybe it'll be absolute trash and you won't even hear it. I highly doubt that. But I hope you're well. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you realize that things aren't all bad. Yes, things suck. Yes, things aren't fun. But it's not all life's cracked up to be. There will be good days. There will be bad days. But if you get to wake up on a day, you're luckier than somebody else is. Now, I, I know we say this a lot, but I thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And I appreciate it. You don't have to be here. You don't have to waste your time with my dumb shit. And maybe I'm the only one that thinks it's dumb shit. Maybe I'm the only one that thinks it's just me hollering and shit and being mad about stuff. Maybe it's deeper than that. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like sometimes I come in and I just get poked until I'm like, this motherfucker and that motherfucker and fuck that guy and fuck her and fuck him and Trump sucks and fuck it all. Blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about wrestling for a minute. Get the fuck out of here. Sometimes I feel like that's what you get. Now, if that is what you get and that's what you enjoy, well, then God damn it, I'm your fucking man. But I hope you also get more out of it. I hope you get somebody else that gets to, if nothing else, yell for you. Gets to yell with you. On occasion, gets to yell at you. So I think I am going to yell at you. I'm going to yell at you like a disappointed parent. Where I'm not really going to yell at you. She's going to talk real low, and I'm going to talk real slow. And I'm going to let you know that I love you. And I'm glad you're here. And I hope that you are smarter than I am. And I hope that you grow to be a better person than I am. And I hope that on your worst day, is still better than mine. 
giving up is not an option. Because I fucking said so. It's not an option for you. It's not an option for me. Now, we, we touched on it a little bit in the last episode. Uh, we we, we kind of hinted and talked about it, and we've talked about it multiple times, about my, my darker times. The times where I figured everybody would be better off if I wasn't here. Everybody's life would be easier. Everybody's life would be less trouble, blah, 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 blah. All the standard bullshit. Everybody would profit if I wasn't here. You know, Jimmy Stewart, Angel shows up. This is what life would be like without you. Blah, 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 blah. Come around. Yay, it's Christmas. You know, all the typical bullshit. Now, everybody has those thoughts. It's natural some point in time, everybody's like, I, I'm not worth it. I don't know why they spend their time on me. I'm just a waste. I'm a pain. Nobody actually cares about me. All of those reasons. Trust me, I'm pretty sure I made up something that people hadn't thought of before. And I chose, I chose to let those rule me. Now, as I've said before, as much as I chose to not want to be here, and as much as I said, you know, everybody else would be better off if I wasn't here, I refused to put myself down. Now, whether or not that was my religious upbringing that, you know, at that point in time, maybe still had some sort of hold on me that if you kill yourself, you go to hell or... Whatever reason it was, I refused to pull the trigger on myself, literally and metaphorically. So at that point in time, I decided to find as much dumb shit to get into as I possibly could. Cars, money, drugs, violence, guns, whatever I could. And yes, everybody says, but fine. It's, it's Utah. Yes, it's Utah. I get that. But don't lie to yourself. Any place has it, all of it. If you look for it, if you seek it out, you'll find it. The thing most people don't realize is that Utah's a hub. From Utah, you can go anywhere. From Utah, you can drive this direction, that direction, that direction, that direction. You fly here, you can fly there. Plus, it was the mid-90s, the late 90s. Nobody cared. Everybody was worried about other shit. And we paid attention to it. So I associated myself with somebody who was very well off in the the shipment and procuring of certain things. Whatever it was, whatever was court requested. Now, I, I, when I started out, it, it was it was little shit. A car here, find this money there, blah, 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 blah. And then on occasion, I found myself in certain situations where violence ensued. Now, the darkness in itself helped me. The other part of it is the fact that I grew up with friends... They were obsessed with kung fu movies. 
I grew up on Bruce Lee on the old, you know, Kung Fu flicks, Wu-Tang, all that shit. Zadoichi, Jean-Claude Van Damme, kickboxer movies. The first three UFCs where people were getting eyes blown out of their heads and shit. I was obsessed with it. I was a fat kid, but I decided that there were certain things that I needed to learn how to do. And on top of that, I was a sucker for wrestling. Now, part of me knew that everything in wrestling was to make sure that nobody got hurt. But I also realized that if you took those moves with the intention to hurt, it was far worse than most other things you could do to a person. So the knowledge of it, the procedural knowledge and the medical background, plus the darkness and the willingness to put myself on the line and hope that I didn't make it out was a very dangerous cocktail. So more often and more often and more often, I found myself in situations where the violence was what we knew was going to be the result. Where we knew the push come to shove was going to come to push and shove. Where we knew it was going to escalate quickly one way or another. Now, I have always been somewhat blessed with the proclivity to run my mouth. For good or for evil, however you want to call it. I have always had a mouth on me. I've always been able to speak. And to a point, that too was a blessing. Now, this partially comes back to my obsession with wrestling. Me and Wally were talking about this a few days ago. If you watched wrestling in the early 80s and 90s, before, you know, the Rock and Stone Cold and stuff, when it was Hogan and Macho Man and all those guys, there was a lot of yelling and screaming. There was a lot of it. Oh, your brother, your brother, brother, I'm going to beat you down. There was a lot of that bullshit. And it was great. It was entertaining. But there was one person that was actually scary. And I have to give full credit to him. Besides the fact that I, I read and I read poetry and I had poetry read to me and I had an older sister that, that educated me into books. And I am a pentameter and how to speak and how to talk and how to write and how things were phrased. To watch someone on the microphone entice and make something so threatening, yet at the same time you couldn't not listen to it. I have to give full thanks to Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm sure he'll never hear this, but... That man did, in fact, inspire a lot of the way I speak sometimes. Now, if you can find a a panache for violence, for speaking, and a death wish, and a drug habit, you will get an interesting thing. You will get an angry young man who wants somebody else to pull the trigger 
that doesn't 100% understand why. Now, I spent a few years in that in that exact zone. Violence. Beget violence. Beget violence. Beget violence. And I got good at it. And I got dead to it. And I enjoyed it. And it was just what I did. To me, it eventually became an art form. I spoke less verbally. But my stance, my walk, and my actions spoke volumes. Now, to a point, they still do. But again, God, it goes back to those days. There's been many a situation where if I simply would have chose to lay down and die, I would have got my wish. There are plenty of situations where if I would have simply chose to sit down and say, that's right, you're the better man. I don't want to be here anymore. No one is benefiting from me. There's nothing that I can do. You know what? If nothing else, you're the better man today and you beat me. Here's the other side to that. Now, I to this day and right now, I will tell you, I am not a man that focuses on ego. I don't need you to tell me how great I am. I don't need you to tell me that I'm hot. I don't need you to tell that I'm talented, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I truly, 100%, I mean that, that I don't need anyone to feed my ego. I, I try my damnedest not to have one. I don't want one. I understand I'm 41. I have a talent. And I'm not horrible on the eyes. Plus, I'm just a snazzy fucking dresser. Now, does that sound like ego? Yes. But at the same time, I say all of that in jest. I'm a 41-year-old chubby dad. I understand what the fuck I am. Will I take a compliment? Yes, I will take a compliment. Thank you very much. That's great. Awesome. Thank you. But never at that point does it feed my ego. I don't sit around and go, I'm a 41-year-old chubby dad. Ah, bitches. That's not me. I don't fucking do that. It's not, I'm not that fucking guy. And we all know that. Luckily enough, in those dark times where I could have laid down and died, where I could have let someone beat me, where I could have just stopped and said, that's it. You win. I'm gone. Luckily, at those points in time, I still had an ego. I still had a big fucking ego. At that point in time, I would still bloodied, battered, bruised, and broken. I would still have that voice in the back of my head that said, no, not this one. Not today. Not here. Not him. I heard that voice more times than I can count. I've taken many an ass whooping. And further than that, I have tasted my own blood and felt my bones shift and break multiple times, probably more times than I can remember. And every time that voice would creep up, 
And that voice would tell me, not him. Anybody but him. And every time, every time, it was anybody but him. Didn't matter who it was. Most of these people that I that I had encounters with, I could pass on the street today and I wouldn't remember. One instance, one moment, one day, and sometimes just one thought are what kept me pushing through. Now, they like to say that the man that has nothing to lose is the most dangerous man there is. And for a long time, I would have supported that theory. That someone who has nothing to lose, someone who wants to die, is the most vicious, feral animal you could ever encounter. And it's dangerous. But not in the way you think it is. It's only dangerous to the point where eventually... He's going to hurt himself, and it's not going to matter. He will end up putting himself down before you will. A truly dangerous man is a man that has everything to fight for. Was I in better shape? Was I angrier? Was I more willing to get into the fights back then? Oh, fuck yes. By leaps and bounds. The drop of a hat at a word that I felt insulted by. I'd go rounds with fucking anybody. But the man you hear speak to you today is a far more dangerous man. The man that speaks with you today has rational thought has friends, has family, has a career, has a life, and a son that he will do anything to keep. Am I in as good a shape? No. Am I angry and hateful like I was then? No. Am I on anywhere near the Molotov cocktail of drugs? Fuck no. But do I have everything to lose now? Yes. Am I in a spot where I can say I enjoy my life? Where I'm in a good spot, where I'm happy where I'm at? Which is a phrase that 20 years ago I never thought I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Now, I know this just sounds like a recap of Mike's life. Mike used to be a shitty person. Mike's no longer a shitty person. Some people will still tell you that Mike's a shitty person. That's fine. Now, the reason I tell you this is because I know that some of you are in dark spots as we speak. That there are external forces that have put you into these dark spots. That there is love and loss that has helped push you into these dark spots. Now, I tell you these stories because I can tell you the phrase 
that I know you can make it through and mean every word of it. Today sucked. Tomorrow might suck worse. Tomorrow might suck less. The only way you'll know is if you make it to tomorrow. One day, 24 hours, you can run a timer for it. It's just a day. Maybe today sucked. Maybe today didn't. Maybe tomorrow sucks. Maybe it won't. But here's the thing about being dead. You don't know you're dead. But everybody else around you does. Now, I used to be of the highest opinion, even when I was trying to do myself, that suicide was cowardice. I used to be of the highest opinion that I refused partially to pull that trigger because I was not a fucking coward. That was an opinion. Ill-informed. Angry. And fueled by the fact that I have had a lot of people take themselves. I have a lot, had a lot of people refuse to make it to tomorrow. I've had people leave letters that refused to make it to tomorrow that mentioned me by name. And until you read a letter from someone that chose to leave, that names you as someone who kept them around a little bit longer or maybe someone that they took one last shot at because they knew there was nothing else I could do after that. Either way, you can't argue with the dead. Technically, the dead can't argue with you. Neither can they love or console or say, I'm sorry. But as long as you can take that one last breath, as long as you can breathe, as long as you can smile, as long as you can be angry, as long as you can cry, and as long as you can say, fuck, this day sucks, you can still do any of those things. You can still be mad. You can still be sad. You can still say, fuck you to whoever. The point is, is that you're still here to do it. Now, if your only reason to not do it is simply to tell me to fuck off, I'll take it. I'm okay with it. Sometimes hate is a powerful tool. Hell, I've lived a lot of my life out of spite. I've done a lot of shit in my life, got through a lot of shit, figured out a lot of shit, and produced a lot of great things simply out of fucking spite. Because you told me I couldn't. You told me it wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough. Whatever the fuck the reason was. 
We all have been told those in one way, shape, or form or another. There's nothing wrong with a little spite, as long as you don't let it go too far. Just be here. There's a lot of us that simply want people just to be here. And there's a lot of people that have lost far worse than I have. I still have a lot of the people that I love here. And I fear the day that I start to lose some of those people. Because I am not always the strongest man. It's just not a thing. Now let's switch gears a little bit. Because I'm glad you're here. And I love you. Shit, you're here to listen. So. Let's talk about the ego a little bit. Oh, he's got an ego. Because he worries about his beard. And his shoes match his shirt. And he's always dressed so well. He's got an ego. There's no way he doesn't. Fuck you. Now, I know Wally touched a little bit on individualism and being yourself and being true to yourself. Shit, I didn't figure that out till mid-30s. I had to have a kid, lose a marriage, start addiction again, fight through that addiction because I had a son. Realize... Hmm. You know, maybe, maybe there is something to free thought. Now, admittedly, I have always been a little different. I, I, I went to the punk shows. I hung out at the goth clubs. Hell, I, I went to goth clubs and then went from those goth clubs to cowboy bars. I rode a horse in a trench coat, my leather trench coat with spikes in it. There is a social stigma that you have to fit in, and I don't understand it. You're different. I don't like you because you're different. I mean, we all know what that is. That sounds like racism. Stereotyping. Whatever you want to call it. You're different. I don't like you. And yes, that's the voice that comes with it. Why? Because I associate that timbre and tone and cadence with dumb shit. I just do. There's plenty of people from the South that do not sound like that. But the ones that seem to get put on the TV, they get on TV and the radio, they seem to be given the, well, see what had happened is them black people done moved into town and I don't like them. And then they had them kids with the heavy eyeliners that were boy girls and I just don't understand it and they scare me. It's what it sounds like. Even if it sounds like this when you say it in my head, it sounds something like this. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being you, whatever you is. 
That's horrible English, but I understand the fucking point. You are what you are. You are what makes you happy. You know what makes you feel good. And as long as it's not hurting someone else and it's not fucking drugs, you're probably okay. And as long as it's not, you know, doing something horrible to other people. If what makes you happy is dressing a certain way, if what makes you happy is being something that people say you're not, loving someone you shouldn't say, that they say you shouldn't love, whatever. If it doesn't hurt anybody, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Trust me, in my life I have plenty of people that are trans, are identify as this, are that, are, you know, shit, my little white Mexican buddy. Pretty sure that dude identifies as Carlton, but what the fuck ever. I'm pretty sure that's a stigma I put on him. But that motherfucker goes everything against everything I believe in in shoes. He bought a pair of shoes simply to beat them to death. Oh, I hate that thought, but I understand it. It's just his thing. For that, I love him. I have people in my life that were born male that want to be female. I have people in my life that were born female that want to be male. Cool. Tell me what to call you. I don't care. Either way, still love you. I have people that are rednecks. I have people that are punks. I have people that are just old and ornery because the world's not what it used to be. That's fine. I still love you. As long as, you know, you're mad, you know, because the world's not what it used to be because you missed Jim Crow era, then I might have a fucking problem. But other than that, we're probably okay. So just be you. Be happy. Be here. And be here tomorrow. If for no other reason than because I fucking asked you to. And I asked you to on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever. I I stood here after a long day's work and I asked you to be here. To fucking be here. I'd rather you call me up or leave me a message, send me some shit on Spotify, but like, fuck that guy. Leave a comment if you want. I don't give a fuck. Tell me I'm full of shit. But that just means that you're still here. And then I get to call you and be like, hey, fuck, man. And he'd be like, yeah, fuck you. I'd be like, okay, cool. But at least you still get to say it. I do appreciate the support. <laughs> and in all honesty, I do appreciate you guys listening to me ramble and yell and scream at shit. Because like I talked about, apparently this is a well-needed therapy for me. So if nothing else, I'm doing this to hear myself yell. So that that way I don't beat people. So thank you for giving me a platform. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me ramble. 
Thank you for listening to me incessantly talk about fucking wrestling, and I don't know why that's happened all of a sudden, but I'm not going to apologize for it, because God damn it, do I enjoy it. Thank you for letting me build an auditory autobiography of the dumb shit that I used to do. Thank you for giving me a way to have a voice. To tell certain people certain things that I probably wouldn't tell them otherwise. So thank you. Now I will tell you coming soon there will be there will be some changes. Nothing nothing crazy. I'm not firing Wally. This would be an ironic way to do it though Wally you're fired go fuck yourself. That would be funny. But no, no, I'm, I'm keeping the G around. You can't have two G's and a mic when there's, you know, mic and a mic. That's just fucking weird because that's what you got right now. And I'm pretty sure some of you have already fallen asleep because we're about 40 minutes into this. And some of y'all dozed off about 15, minute, 15 minutes into it because apparently my voice is just ASMR. So you're welcome. And sweet dreams. So yes, there, there are changes coming. There will be little things, nothing major. And we do have an episode coming for you that's going to be a bigger one. Um, we're going to bring some of the boys back. And we're going to do an episode of just about some shit that we love. So how many of you will enjoy that? I don't fucking know. But we got to get it the fuck out of our system. Because it's just one of those things. Now, if you have anything anything at all that you would like to hear us talk about. Most of y'all got us. Snapchat, Facebook, text message. Call somebody. Let us know. Because otherwise, I'm just going to keep screaming about shit. But I mean, hey, maybe you got something you want me to scream about. And if you've got an opinion that you want to come scream back at me, fucking let me know. I can always find a third microphone, bring you on. As long as you're here. Yeah, see, I brought that back around. You're welcome. So once again, guys, thank you. I love you. Glad you're here. Hell, I'm honestly glad I'm here. I have no idea how many fucking episodes deep we are now. At this point in time, I kind of stopped fucking counting. Gabe, text me how many episodes we're on. You're, you're better keeping track of the shit than I am. So again... I will see you next time. Thank you. I love you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>